Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. Today we're going to review Scream, what, six? Six for you. <laughs> My name is Wayne. Ah, <laughs> uh, there was nothing like being a professional podcaster. And that was nothing like nothing being like a professional it. podcaster. My name is Paul and straight into it then for this brand new sequel in the Scream franchise, which follows hot on the heels of Scream 5 or Scream as it was known in January last year. This one is again directed by Radio Silence, a.k.a. Matt Bettelini-Olpin and Tyler Gillette, or Gillette. It's written by James Vanderbilt and Gary Busick, of course based on characters created by Kevin Williamson, and stars Melissa Barrera, Jasmine Savoy-Brown, everyone's favourite at the moment, Jenna Ortega, Jack Champion, Henry Cizerny, Mason Gooding, Dermot Mulrooney, and then some perhaps surprise people, which we will keep out of, oh, and Courtney Cox, of course, everyone knows that she's in this one as well. Wayne, what is Scream 6 about? Okay, so... The four survivors, main survivors of the Ghostface murders, leave Woodsboro behind for a fresh start in New York City. A.K.A. Montreal. Is that so? That's where it was shot. It does look like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, however, they soon find themselves, of course, in a fight for their lives when a new Ghostface killer, Ghostface, Ghostface killer, <laughs> Ghostface killer, <laughs> embarks on a bloody rampage, and then they all got to like be all like, "Hey, who's killing what? Who is he? What happened? Try not to die." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with m- much meta-ness and references to franchises and the Is that like. so? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, okay. that's the whole shtick of the Scream thing. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Very... No, I, I look forward to hearing them from you. <laughs> <laughs> this one was made for $35 million and as of one day of release in the North Americas and around the world, it's already made back $19 million. So this is going to make bank. In fact, they're so convinced it's going to make bank that they already greenlit Screen 7 according to a couple of exclusive reports oh, before it even opened. So, Wayne? <laughs> hey, man. I, I, grease you know, up because uh, we're back there again in about a year's time. Are you saying uh, Neve Campbell maybe made a mistake? Or? Don't know. Nothing about that. Look, yep. they'll just get paid more money for the 7. If they got, you know. Well, that'll be interesting. Will they bring her back? Will they not? Has she now that ship has Look, sailed? If you're going to make a shit ton more of these, which it sounds like they are, unfortunately, right? Oh, at, hey, some oh. sti- at some stage, they're going to stick her back in. All right, this is the long con. This is the long con, baby. On Rotten Tomatoes, this film holds an approval rating of 75% based on 212 reviews with an average score of 6.8 out of 10. On Metacritic, it has an average weighted score of 61 out of 100 based on 50 critics. And on CinemaScore, where they poll the audience as they walk out, it's got a B plus on the A plus to F scale. The same score as Scream 2 and 2022's Scream. That's quite high. Ooh, well. Isn't it? Wayne, <laughs> That's quite high. <laughs> Wayne not keeping his powder dry today. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Without any further ado, then. Oh, and with thanks to Natalie Cameron Matt for Cameron. the invite to a, a pretty great advanced screening during the week. Very fortunate to get along to that. Wayne, yes. what did you think of Scream 6? Okay. Noted um, horror lover, Wayne Aruzi yeah, yeah. now. Send a disclaimer. <laughs> I don't know shit about horror and I don't care for it. However, I will say the following. I think it's not a spoiler to say that every horror movie in the history of time, certainly this series, has an ob- obligatory kill in the beginning. Right? Well, if you may remember, Scream 5 opened with General Ortega's character, Tara, being stabbed multiple times but surviving. So stabbing or attack. Yeah, then, yeah someone. And the first one set it up with Drew Barrymore being killed before the opening credits, a la Psycho. But doesn't every fucking story... Isn't there oh, always yeah, a normally, kill the normally there is a kill at the start, but often it's a, a referential one from the history or the past, or you know, it's not someone famous or notable, and that's what Scream did. They took their biggest actor in that particular role and killed them off in the first scene. Um, so, okay, and so okay. it was like, hang on, no one's safe, and and really, to a large extent, the franchise has lived up to that. So it's a scream thing. Mm. Okay, okay, cool. Well, I will say that in that uh, moment, shall we say, or that scene in this film, they did something I've never seen. 
in any mm. other screen. Which will say for spoilers. I will obviously say for spoilers, but they've never done, they I'm like, well, that was a surprise. And that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Keeps I you on will, your toes. Totally. I'll say the world does feel bigger in this new setting, but it still feels like a what I imagine what what I feel like a scream film is. It's still it's bigger, but it's not so big. Yeah. Like it's like it's I mean, okay. thirty five million dollars that only gets you so far. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, I put it in New York, someplace huge like that. Like you, you know. But it's, it's it was good. I will say too that um, I was intrigued that in the previous scream films, Ghostface, whoever it may be is always a bumbling sort of falls around yeah. killer and yeah. he's a much more efficient Yeah, I think that's a, good, that's a good observation. I noticed the same thing too. It wasn't quite as much of the whole falling over, Pratt falls, no, he's you know, like, copying chairs in the face and sort of uh, wheeling backwards comically. Which I don't know how I feel about because I kind of like that about the original one. It's like, oh, well, there's definitely a human in there. You mm-hmm. mean? But like this one here, he'll, 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 he's brutal. He's just boom. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Um, I will tell you that also I did not see the end coming. But I on purpose don't think. <laughs> so. yeah. Look, there are some absolute clues to the end and I didn't get it all for sure. That's pretty good for you then. Didn't get it all. Um, and maybe in retrospect, I should have, but I was just enjoying the ride. A little bit like your good self and I guess we'll come to my thoughts in a moment. Doesn't sound like you hated it, Wayne. No, I didn't hate it. Um, what I'd say to you is that... <laughs> you know the problem with your horror movies, Apple. <laughs> I stand resolute, motherfucker. Mostly the main character's... Are morons. So, um, yeah. For yep. example, why when you let's say that you're in a place with your friends and it becomes apparent to you that there's a killer and everyone's holding a mobile phone but you're in different locations, why not call them and tell them? No. Well, in that case, let's just walk around in the dark. Um, oh, yeah, at one point, I remember you saying, "Just ring them." <laughs> yes, ring them. Okay. Um, also, like I would say that the 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 one thing that annoyed me over and over was that the ghost face, whatever mask he's using. That also appears to double as a crash helmet because that motherfucker takes some hits and just kind of rolls out of it. Well, okay. <laughs> let's get over to me then. Come on. Fair enough. You're getting into some of the bits that you didn't like about that. Yeah, that's let's fine. get into that. You know that. I, I want to acknowledge fully my biggest problem with this film right up front is people survive absolutely ridiculous shit. That. So much to the point that it cut almost, it almost knocked my score. I mean, it, it probably did knock my score down, but it almost didn't undermine the entire film. But a couple of times, like, come on. If, if you're you, going to go to that point here, why stop? And there's one particular moment especially that makes zero sense to the script, which I'll come back to if I remember. Please try I know exactly what it, well, what I think it is. But like as you say, that hurts the overall stakes. Yeah. When yeah. someone is, is seemingly very hurt in one scene and just kind of bounces right back yeah. in the next scene. Like, there is literally, there's literally a scene. This is, it's not, someone gets stabbed. Okay, yep. well, big surprise. So yep. Not much of a spoiler yep. there. Yep. Yep. And in the next scene, has her arm in a sling. But they were stabbed in the stomach. I'm like, hang on. That's the one I was talking about. What's that about? <laughs> so the, <laughs> the problem with that type of thing, apart from it being what the fuck, is that it feels like you're scared to kill certain characters well, as a movie. Well, it does undermine the stakes. And, yes. and if anything, Scream has built a reputation for being quite ruthless in terms of who was, and how yes. all dispatch people. And, you know, insofar as spoilers of Scream 5 here, a film out last year, just hit 30 seconds forward. I've forgotten it already. We offed one of the legacy characters, arguably the most popular character, perhaps behind Sydney, in Dewey say. last year. Yeah. So, that, we really are passing the torch here. But I have to say, now that's my big complaint aside, I like these characters. I particularly like General Ortega's Tara and the Her guy sister. Chad. Oh, yep. the guy. I don't. Yeah, the guy's good. I don't think the main character Sam's a particularly great actor. But in this kind of film, I don't particularly care about that. I'm not. This is not fucking out of Africa, or there will be blood, or all these <laughs> kinds of things. You don't have to be the world's greatest actor to run around scream and then look a bit tough when you need to fight back. 
So uh, yeah, I would agree. Uh, actually, the, on that point though, I do say this: whatever the new core for, whatever yeah. the, the new, the new, the new cast, they're good cast. Yeah, it's I like, like them. it's not they're, uh, they're very likable, and the one of the, the two of the characters, they're twins, they're, they're non-identical twins, a guy, and a, a guy and a girl. The girl is the Randy character in particular from the original series, and she's his niece. Is that um, the Jamie Kennedy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's the one espousing all the rules and talking it all through in that meta kind Wait, of that's way. That's his niece. Yeah. I didn't know that. So his sister, which we we glimpsed in Scream Five, hooked up with some dude, and they had these two right, kids. Right, yep. right. Okay. So that's why she's so into the law, based on you know her uncle, and she you know, kind of idolizes him, although she never met him because he was dead by that yeah. point in time. And that was a big ballsy move of Scream Two to kill off him. He was arguably the most popular. No, character he was the at guy. The time. Yep. He was the guy. And I remember being really hurt when I was like, "No, fuck, come on!" No, he was I, not Randy. He made it funny. As well as I think I it was Randy. I can't remember his name, but Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, that was cool. That was cool. Um, so that I like, I like these core characters. They they throw a whole bunch of other characters in there. So because it's always someone that you know. I don't think there's ever been a screen film where the killer is not known to the audience and it ties back in in some way or another. And I thought that was fine. I thought, in fact, I thought the rationale behind this film was much better than Scream 5, which is a big plus in my book compared to that pretty weak-ass rationale. I would actually agree because the um, at, one thing that I did like about the film is that they call out every possible suspect at one time or another yeah. during the film. Because usually, if you're if you're watching a, a horror film and it's like, oh, it could be this guy, it could be this guy, it could be this guy, and then the person ends up being someone they didn't even mention, that's how you know that's the person. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that here because they literally called Call out every single person, yep, so, everyone at some point or another. And that's probably quite a writing challenge. You know mm. what I mean? Like to actually do. Oh that. yeah, to try and pull the rug out from under people for the yeah. sixth time in a row. Yeah. Pretty tough. Totally tough. And so, so it's like, man, this is good. So yeah, like I said, it's it's it's. It's well written. It's just some weird choices by the character. Well, look, there's a lot of plot conveniences. That was my problem. There absolutely is. There's no question at all. So it's well written enough in terms of, as we say, the killer's rationale. But you know, for getting from point A to B, it really takes some liberties at times. And yes, the refusal to kind of just if you're not going to kill someone off, don't stab them in a mortal way. Have them avoid the knife rather than oh no, is that them gone? You know, type of that, thing. Because they're trying to have the cake and eat it. They want the moment. Oh, they're gone. And then, yep. oh no. And that might gone. be okay once, but when it happens arguably three, four, five uh, times yeah, in this movie. Quite a bit, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you- I, I want to say one other thing. The best part of this film are the set pieces. There are two outstandingly good set pieces, in, and three if you count the opening, which I think is excellent. One of the best openings in the whole franchise. I agree. That was just really good. There's a scene on the train which you glimpse in the trailers, which is excellent, really well put together and yeah. really tense. I thought that was big tick. That one they really hung. They put you at the here it is, and then they kept you there for a while. Mm. Like so, that's quite good. That was genuinely tense. I'm like, hang on, this is. I'm in the the last quarter of a sixth film in a franchise, and I'm I've kind of my breath is kind of caught here. Like, what's going to happen? Oh Jesus! Oh fuck! Mm-hmm. This is awful. You know, mm-hmm. awful for the characters. I mean, yeah. I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah. Are they going to get out of this or are they not? Type stuff. And then there's another pretty good one in the Korean bodega where Ghostface picks up a shotgun and just starts fucking wiping out half of New York. That's what I mean by like this becoming like like it's not always just the knife, you know? Like there's there's a shotgun. Did I say Korean bodega? I'm just so used to the fight. Um, What's that song? Korean bodega. Uh, You lost me. It must be one of your indie songs, Paul. Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) More about that later. Anyway. Um, Yeah. So um, yeah. There you are. Did did you think that the kills were more brutal this time, or they more? Yeah, I think they are. I thought they were actually quite. There was a couple of really, really gory ones, and it just. I think they upped the ante even from Scream Five, which people reckon is probably the bloodiest. I think this is definitely the bloodiest of the lot. So if that's Mm. 
not that you would be enjoying Scream Six if you hadn't watched all the other ones, and you probably, you know, but if you're a little bit screamish, then you probably don't need to watch this one on that no. basis. No, but you wouldn't have watched the other five if you were that way anyway. So, well, you would have if some can't fucking force you to. <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, please. <laughs> all right, so I really enjoyed it. I had a great fun at the cinema. I was able to turn off brain successfully. If you want to pick this one apart, you'll be able to do so. And okay, if that's what you want to do, normally that's me. More power to you, but. The Wave of Goodwill. This is the best, second best, sixth entry in a franchise I can think of off the top of my head. Fuck. What's the best? Can you say? Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, good call. Okay. Cool. And arguably, it's right up there with Scream 2 for me. It's not, not nothing's going to ever touch the original for its originality. And I like Scream 2 better than the first one, but then. I yeah, think. a lot of people did. Well, a lot of people, I think, back then I did, but having rewatched them all again, I'm like, no, the Scream is, is head and shoulders. But this one's pretty close to number two, if not better, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So Scream is in good hands, post Wes Craven, and I'm all for it. Bring on Screen 7. That's my basically non-spoiler review. Let's do it on the other side of Jack and talk about all other things spoilery. You can't handle the truth. And the truth is, Scream has done it again, unless you're a curmudgeonly... <laughs> Just want to hate what people love type of individual. That's you, motherfucker. Well, normally. I love everybody. Not today. <laughs> not today. I'm defending this one. And not just because it's got gore, but because I like the characters. And I think yeah, most, no, I'm actually on board most with performances that. are pretty good. I didn't mind, as I said, the rationale. But I think the set pieces are what really set this one apart. And had it been a little bit less dumb with some of the writing choices, then this would have been an absolute knockout of the park. Let's just get those out of the way then. Go, go for All it. All right, here we go. So... Big problem, apart from not calling people once you know who the killer is. So, at one stage, the... We're spoiling now. So, the yep. bad guy, everyone, is the policeman. Who... Oh, it's one of the bad guys. Sorry, yes. Who suckers everyone very nicely by staging the death. I mean, that that's that's one of those weak <laughs> moments. Really? Yeah. Because I was like, I was like oh, well, she's out, so hang she's on gone. Then. So, just imagine this. It's your daughter who's been murdered. You happen to be first on the scene and you go in there and start securing the crop. No. No, I don't know that he was first. Yeah, on he the said s- that. You ha- I had to be first on the scene to replace and put another oh, body. Oh, yeah, in you're there. right. Well, even, but they, at least they said, hey, what a coincidence that you, my roommate's dad, is assigned to our case. Yes. And he said, and he actually gave it an explanation. And again, he it. would never be allowed to be on that case if his daughter was living with one of the prime suspects no in a murder. So that's what I'm saying. These kind of things. But continue, please. Well, the bigger thing was that after he, he was suitably crushed after he saw his daughter's mutilated body. But then literally this one scene later, he's like, so what are we doing next? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you, you really should take a few days off, mate. And, and in some ways it does, you know, you cast Dermot Mulrooney, you're not just going to have him as, the, he needs to be a bit more of a, bit, a key player. So when he gets to the end, I'm like, well, it's got to be him. Do you think it's, He's big enough though. Like he's, I mean, he was on Friends and everything, but like, it's <laughs> but he's a name. Like he's a name character. Actor. Yeah, compared to yeah, I suppose compared to everyone else. Yeah, but the boyfriend dude of the main character. Yeah, and, that's true. That's you know, true. Okay, so Hayden Pentineri or whatever. Hey, she's back as well, and she's a bit of a. That's also fascinating to me. So she's an FBI agent from Atlanta. What what is she doing taking over the New York field agents case? Well, isn't the idea behind FBI is that they're federal, which means like Fox Mulder, he always flew around America. To yeah, but you, gotta, get you can't done. just walk in and take out. Where was the New York FBI branch? Why wasn't there something? Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you're connected to these cases. There's no way you're allowed to do this. She could've, they could have just made her New York branch. I don't know why they had to make it like that. Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, I don't know. The other thing was that... And I did um, like Gal Weathers calling her out going, you're like a zygote. How are you an FBI agent? Yeah, good point. Good point. Oh, that was the other thing. Like, so that, so Dermot Romoli says, okay, listen, let's go to the, let's get to the fucking, you know, the house or whatever, but take public transport. 
make it make it difficult, you know, be in a crowd. And then they go into like the Halloween, so everyone's dressed as Ghostface. I'm like, all right, now that we know he's the bad guy, that makes sense. But that was the dumbest move ever. If you just drove in a car, at least you'd be able to get Call away. A cab, a cab. It's there. fucking New York. <laughs> exactly. You're right, cab. Just but, get in a cab. How much safer can you be? Yeah, as long as the cab driver isn't Ghostface, you should be good. But yeah, that that'd be pretty happen. pretty unlucky. Well, yeah, Halloween. But I did. Yeah, that train <laughs> sequence though. So, all right, here's another one of these leaps in logic which we we need to call out. So it turns out. There's two of them left alone, and one of them is Randy's niece, and the other is this sort of the virginal guy who has like five lines in the entire film or ten lines in the entire film. And by this stage, I'm like, why hasn't he died yet? He's going to have to. I was starting to think he has to be on it. I totally did not see the daughter as well. Yeah, see, so that's what that I'm saying. That was a really clever move. It completely caught me off guard that there were three. I'm like, okay, cool. That's what I'm saying. And they're all family members of Richie, who's one of the killers, Jack Quaid from Scream 5. Scream 5. So that was fine. That, that sort of idea and and what drove them to do this <laughs> but then so the the son who gets to hear he's not the favorite son at whatever point which made me laugh a lot too yeah there were some really genuinely funny moments in this movie yeah, I want to say, for sure that um for a horror film like it's it's keeping it light that the quirky kind of commentary and the man oh you, you are fucking public suspect number one and she keeps calling him this guy you're uh you got close face stay away stay away She's like mouthing at him on the train. Cough, you know. That's I. I like that. that you know, because she straight up called him Ghostface. It's like, yeah, he's definitely one of them. Or but you know, but and it's like you don't know as as a thing. But then when you see, but then one of the Ghostface gets her, whichever one it is. Yeah, but he then and he yeah. comes over to help. He's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, call an ambulance, call an ambulance. Why did he not just finish her off? Um, Why did he call any attention to it at all? Why didn't he just walk over and just give her a bit of a smile and walk the fuck away? Yes, that's purely for our benefit, and that absolutely like to is keep it, to keep that reveal till the very last second but yes. I'm like it doesn't make any sense well, at all well the only if I'm playing advocate here it's like it's only because it's obviously the sister or Dermot Mulroney yeah one of those two did the stabbing did the stabbing he's there saying All right, play along right for make- what purpose it's not like he walks in and does anything else to get them into a, into a situation they're already in that situation you're right because she wasn't supposed to turn up at the house yeah that's bullshit there's something ceremonial about like supposedly because they wanted Courtney Cox to wear the mask then they kill I mean what's her name the the lead to, yep. to wear the mask because they wanted to some, have this ceremonial oh, it was about it was about Jack's uh, sorry not yeah. Jack quite um, Richie's movie yes yep. so they, they but then again like if, if they were going to offer yeah you're right he should have just offered that doesn't make sense or okay. just left her to die not drawn attention to it and again that was one of the miraculous survival things the next when she she's gets back stabbed she's, she's and, walking around yeah she does come right oh they let me out of the hospital for what from 30 minutes ago yeah that's you don't if you don't get stabbed in the gut and then just and walk they off they made the point of again because they show a lot of this sort of twist the knife and wrench it upwards yeah. and whatever you're dead yeah don't show someone being stabbed like that. It, yeah. Somehow, someone else in the public intervened to say, like, maybe she got stabbed in the arm, which she did earlier in the film, got yeah. sla- or maybe it was the, the arm leak, whatever. It was a nick, yeah. Uh, it, well, make it ambiguous, basically. Yeah, don't yeah, make don't... it so definitive. That You think that one's bad? Her brother survived the first one having been pretty butchered. Butch- bang, this bang. time around, he gets stabbed so badly by like, two motherfuckers. And somehow he's still alive. That was bullshit. Which seems to be like a running gag now in the film, like in the series. You cannot hide behind this as a gag. I, I, don't, that, I agree. I just went too far with yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely not. Have him incapacitated, have him, you know, I don't know, even if it was. I can't think. You can write your way around that. He wasn't capacitated because they just brought him out on stretcher, but he was still way too coherent for someone who got stabbed multiple times. You could two not people. have survived that. I'd yeah. just gone too far, lent too far into the, oh, yeah. And he's dead because that was a bit of a tragedy. He That little simmering thing between him and, and Tara was pretty good, I thought, through the through the film. Like, they don't call too much attention to it. No, but it's just kind of he's there. a likable dude. He's like, yeah, let's let's see these two hook up. And then they Absolutely. finally kiss and then bam, he gets it. taken out. Like, oh, that's, tra- that's the way Scream works. Good. I like this. And no, he's alive again. Fuck off. 
Yeah, that's the thing. These people, they're saying three picture deals. But um, core four, very funny scene. Not calling it that. Nope, get that hand away from me. All that kind of shit yeah. where he's trying to call it. I like that banter between them. I thought these were really likable characters and I wanted those four to live. And they did. Just wish hadn't have been so on the nose with the stand. Jenna Ortega, she's the one that gets stabbed twice badly in the stomach or, or torso region. And she walks out with her arm in a sling at the end. You know what we need to get? Well, if I was these guys, right, I would just be like 50 Cent and have like a vest on all the time. A yeah. stab-proof, bulletproof vest on all the time. Gail Weathers, great scene. Another good set-piece scene where she's fighting in her apartment when her massive boyfriend just gets yanked out. By who? Which exactly. Are, which of these three? It could only have been Dermot Rolmoroni. And then, even then. He's not a big bloke. Nah, this, that was a big problem. The son was a big, bigger, huge dude. The son was a bigger problem. The bigger son unit. was a wiry motherfucker. Yeah. You kick him in the nuts, he's done. So it's like, I don't, that and was a weird Throws thing. him through throws the Throws him. Come on. There. That's the, the superhuman shit I hate. And that's why, like, you know, even the dumb things like, pick up a gun, the ghost face is at point blank range, and you can't seem to fire three times and hit him, woman. What the fuck? You, this is when they picked up shit. But I did it. really like Goa's just going, bang, bang, shooting at about chest, you know, head, chest height. Yeah. With the gun to try and take him out. And then the phone rings, bang, bang. Again, good stuff. That. So that he, he had a vest. Good. He had a bulletproof vest on. He must have, or he, or he wasn't behind the door. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's lip, luring he, she, whichever one it was, luring them out. And then, yeah, stabbed Gail pretty spectacularly. She gets a little bit of her own licks in, then stabbed in the side again with a glass, and it's like, oh, she's dead. No, they've rushed to the hospital. She's going to be okay. She's going to be fine. All so, right. literally, four characters in this film get mortally almost should wounded. be should be dead based on what we see inflicted upon them, mm. and yet walk away at the end. Well, forget that, Paul. I don't mind that as much as I mind this. At the end. You got someone with a gun pointed at motherfucker. Oh, I, I saw you. I cringe. almost threw up. Okay, so here's the thing, people. The usual. I have a gun, but instead of shooting you from meters away, I'll charge at you for no reason, yep. so you can kill me with your. I'm like, but no, just no, just have him miss at the have the gun run out of ammo. Do yep. something. That is so bad. Like I'm like that's shit. Um, and he's a cop. Like he's, he's a cop as well to use that gun. Exactly. He wasn't gonna miss at that range, and he wasn't gonna not fire it. So, like, that's some shit. Um, yeah, have have him, her throw something at him to make him yeah. flinch away. Yeah, exactly. I agree. That was that was. Be- Look, it sounds like <laughs> I'm sort of at Wayne's level down <laughs> at it, but I cannot stress enough how much fun this movie is, how much of a good time I had, how much I cared about the characters, how much I enjoyed their interactions, and how sad I was when, I guess, I thought people were dying. They died. The, obviously, the rest of the cast here don't make it through other than those four. Oh, and the, the sort of pseudo-boyfriend, he turns out to be a good guy. You, Pretty much the whole way through, you thought he was going to be part of it. Be, yep, yep, exactly. There was another good scene where they're judgment nighting it across a, a <laughs> ladder between two buildings. Okay, that sucked. Oh, I like that scene. Okay, you would have been fine, except once you know the ladder can hold you, just just go across it. Okay, Don't take 10 years to go across it. Yeah, whoever was first across, was it Tara? Or yeah. She, she took a long time. She could have took a long time. Oh, other, no, the, no, it was the main character, Sam. Yeah, and then, then the Asian girl went across it, right? She just took four. I know she was stabbed and stuff. Yeah, but she was could, stabbed pretty bad. If badly. you can move, you can move faster than that so I don't know I'm just saying anyway but it was a tense scene and I enjoyed it it was a tense scene yeah okay so look overall a lot of fun thoroughly recommend Scream 6 to anyone who's enjoyed the franchise thus far if you've never watched one it's too late you're not going to get on the bandwagon now I get it so I'm preaching to those who are involved but it's my if not second favourite it's my third favourite of the franchise I'll be enjoying my return to this one this time next year in anticipation of Scream 7 I'm giving this one 78 what Yep. Holy shit. 64. 
Okay, that's, right. that's fair. That's about right. From but you. like from you. 78 is huge from you. Ah, four stars. No, L- fuck off. It's huge from you. Low four stars. <laughs> it's my favorite time at the cinema so far this year. It's probably my favorite film I've watched this so far this year. Not to say it's the best film, by any stretch of the imagination. But All right, that's fair enough then. So there we are. That's uh, my thorough recommendation. Get okay. out, see this one, enjoy it for what it is, and uh, yeah. Nothing more to say. Nothing more to say. There you go. Uh, You can let us know what you thought of Scream 6 via email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com. Head on to our website, thecountdownpodcast.com for all other ways to get in contact with us, including our Patreon, where there's new stuff going on, which you might want to avail yourself of for some extra, extra content on the month. And uh, yeah, otherwise, thanks so much for your joining us today. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. seeing this sixth film in the franchise at Simmons Wayne. Well done. We'll catch you next time. See ya. (laughs) 